Welcome to LTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit travel and magic the gathering. On this special episode, I got a spirit master for you. He's going to join us in a little bit, but I'm Dwight. I'm your host, also called D Blanco. You can follow me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Like I ask each and every single episode, do me a favor hit that follow like subscribe button i could be over here or over there or maybe somewhere down here i i have no clue so wherever you're streaming this do me a favor i'm not charging you anything not a dime a peso a ruby an inti nothing i'm not charging you nada so how could you beat that and also ladies and gentlemen tell your friends and family if you like magic the gathering and they like magic the gathering how can you beat this free magic the other it doesn't get better than that now ladies and gentlemen to the person who's driving the show my engineer the ravishing one say hello ravishing hi there you go i'm the ravishing renata how you feeling this evening i'm feeling pretty good there you go so she she just had yoga class so she's all stretched out and lumber to start the episode so with that being said this episode was brought to our friends at Greg's Games, 2103 White House, Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. Let me just tell you, it's a great little shop based uh, near Trenton. Uh, you can, If you're in the Philadelphia area, you can come over the bridge and hang out there. You can take the, the one bridge with the makes and take Trenton makes and the world takes bridge. You can do that and you'll have a great time there. They have matched the gathering. They got Pokemon. You can buy your decks, sleeves, uh, card holders. They have tabletop games like Warhammer, Dungeons and Dragons. You name it, they have it. It's a moral imperative and they, ex they made the shop even larger. So that's telling you this game, this shop ain't no joke you got to check them out greg's games while you're there tell them hey uh, i heard about you on ntg ectoplasm and he told me to tell you hello so check out greg's games 2103 white horse mercerville road hamilton new jersey 8619 now now that the pleasantries are over and said and done with let me just tell you i'm excited uh this young man came to me today he goes you know what you know what i'm Dwight, i'm ready for you i, I want to come on the show today and i was like really you know you you humbly I like I'm humbled, thank you. With that being said, this is the third time I've had this young man on. Uh, he has great insight in the world of magic. Also, he's a spirit master. You can't beat that, ladies and gentlemen. You can find him at rearranged at us on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. It's the one, the only, the incomparable Andre Zagara. How you doing there, my friend, Andre? Hey, what's good, Dwight? What's good, Spirit Squad? How's everybody doing? There you go, the Spirit Squad. I love how you say that. It just rolls off the tongue. Just chef's uh, kiss. So how you been? Then, Everything going well? Oh, yeah, doing good. So um, for anybody who doesn't know, I uh, have a new work schedule, which means not playing too much Magic, but I have been playing Spirits when I have been playing Magic, so we've got some bits to talk about there. Oh, I didn't say hi to Mrs. Renata, so hello to you as well. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's the disembodied voice, the the, you know, the lingering spirit that's in the background <laughs> that does her thing. Yeah, I guess technical apparition. Yeah, we can still appreciate. Yeah, it. there you go. We need a new. We need a a, a vehicle that's also a spirit, a spirited vehicle. Mm. See, that'd, there, be, there you that'd go. be sweet. I'm here for that. And, and draws cards. So we need draws. Oh cards. yeah. Oh god. Oh yes. Yeah. Driven by peekaboo, peekaboo. But that's that's no here or there. So Andre. <laughs> Let's start with the show, shall oh, we? Yeah. Where do you want to go? I, I have several ideas where I want to go. Oh, so, we, uh, I think there's a lot to talk about today. So 
Um, I played an IRL tournament this weekend that we can totally okay. talk about. There's a new subset of spirit lists that I haven't even gotten to play yet, but I have checked out, and those are exciting. Very and there's new sets that have come out since we've last talked. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, lot, lots of stuff. Where do you want to start? Well, I got to go with the first spot. Luris. Okay, I have oh, to go yes. there. It's a moral imperative. Let, let's pick this. When Watsi decided to sit there and ban Loris, the the Dream Den, uh, Loris of the Dream Den, shall I say, basically they took Modern and they turned it into a snow globe and they shook it up and just said, here, have fun. They did. What do you think about the banning? Was um, it the right thing? I think a Loris ban or at least a change so that Luris was nowhere near as effective was really, really long overdue. Um, okay. And it was, it was pretty clear. Like, you know, the first time that the companions came out, everybody was talking about Ikoria and the companions were easily the most busted thing probably printed in ever. So they had to, you know, of course, nerf it because companions were basically omnipresent. And then Luris was still the best card in modern post nerf. Mm. So, you know, stuff started to get really wild. And then we had a few weeks in a row where, and I told you, I've been actually keeping up a little bit, just not playing okay. as much. Um, we had one, him. we had one week where one of the modern challenges, all four spots went to Grixis shadow, or maybe that was a super PTQ, but either way, some relatively large modern tournament, right? All four spots of the top four went to Grixis shadow with Luris. And then immediately after that, First and second were both hardened scales decks piloted by Luris as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, well, if this card is this omnipresent, then you know we haven't done enough. Like the the nerf of having to pay three mana to buy Luris, that that's it's still the best card in the entire format. Right. So uh, how do you how do you think? Like me personally, it makes me jovial. It makes me giddy that Luris is gone. But. I'm, there's there's one other card I would have preferred. Well, no, I'm okay with Lord. Let's kind of say, yeah, Lord is gone. Happy about that. But there's one card. It's that Ragavan that much. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, are we, I was about to say, are we talking about rags? Yeah, Ragavan. <laughs> it's come on, Watsy. You know, it's... if you're gonna do for monkeys, you gotta do for the spirits. You know, one for one, you gotta hook a brother up. That's all he's, I'm gonna say. He's about still that. trying for peekaboo, y'all. I, I I need a peekaboo. <laughs> I don't, you know, uh, I, you don't even have to use my face or my character or my fatness. Just a peekaboo, just a, just a humble peekaboo. Give me a zero. I'll take it as zero one. I'll take a zero one, peekaboo. But okay, that's actually that's much more in the realm of, I guess, reasonableness. It's I prefer one one flyer that has peak. Honestly, if they put that as a one one, I would definitely play four in every list I found and. If a judge let me get away with it, I would probably try for six. Well, you got the uh, what well, glass? Uh, what the glass? Uh, the the world uh, glass pull mimic. Oh yeah, oh. there we go. You can copy it. Just kind of redraw cards and turn through your deck a little bit while mm -hmm. still drawing all the good flying stuff. Exactly. Just a humble one. One. Just a humble, humble one. One. Yeah, you can get it with gut shot. Or it could die to, you know, friction, uh, whatever that that it causes negative, uh, uh, friction negator, not negator. What is that? Engineer, uh, plague. Engineer? Oh, oh, plague engineer. There you got that one. You know, gets killed by that. Okay, fine, fine. I understand. Mm, you know, it happens. Excrement oh, happens. 
no, I just realized Lurus leaving the format means there's going to be a lot more plague mm-hmm. engineers again. Ew. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and of course <sighs> our favorite young lady, she's coming back Liliana of the veil. More than likely we'll see return. So that actually is exactly one thing I think I do want to um, start to segue because okay. uh, there was a, there, yeah, decks have changed a lot, obviously, mm-hmm. without Luris. And people are, instead of almost moving forward with the format and trying to figure out what things can we play with the same powerful things that we're used to, um, it almost feels like the format's kind of moving backwards and people are just going back to decks that you know they were familiar with and mm-hmm. one of the biggest proprietors of that as always is jund because let's be real i'm not sorry for saying this jund pilots but they've been trying to play the same six cards since like 1902 and <laughs> <laughs> this means that you know people are putting liliana the veil back in sleeves and even in the IRL tournament I was playing at this last weekend, I saw a bunch of Liliana of the Veils in tables, and I'm just like, what are you guys doing? I, I, yep, this card is still a thing that exists. Okay, mm-hmm. we're doing this again. But I, I'll tell you, I got my ass handed to me by John, but they had Loris in there. Oh, that, is, oh yeah, yeah, there's a Loris John deck, and it's like, are you effing kidding me? I could not beat it because... I'll take out Ren and Six. Oh, guess what? Ren and Six comes back. It's like, Bleh. yeah, it's obnoxious. But no more. No, we never don't have more. to worry about the Luris version of Jun Sagavan or whatever they were calling it. That's not really a thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's a big fist pump. Um, <laughs> I mean, you still have to worry about the obnoxious giant pile of removal that it's always Jund, but it's much less annoying. Right. So what do you think of the current meta right now? It's it seems um, like still stuff is still shaking out, but I'm, I'm saying Mark Tide uh mid range is still the top deck. Uh, you know, uh was it what's a hammer time is still there, but it's not I think without Loris, I think they're more nervous about playing the deck. I expect personally I expect to see more Heliod uh Heliod combo back because the fact that it was not running Loris. You know, and also I hate to tell you. I like spirits in this meta. I really like spirits right now. I mean, what am I going to do? Argue against that? Um. You can. I, I'm, you, 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 you can go to Dwight. You're, 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 you're praying a little. You're, you're going up a hill that's too high. Just relax. Take it easy. Right. Um, no. So, I mean, this is not going to be like one of those formats that's anywhere near as good for us as it was when Earl was alive. No, but, no, 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 no. But I still think that the format is certainly improving for us because um we no longer have the omnipresent Luris meta of everything needs to either be really fast or really slow or really grindy and people are now going to be allowed to play with decks that are trying to you know put together piece a plus piece b to make a deck and those are really the kind of things that we prey on so what I was thinking that we were going to end up seeing over the course of this weekend was a lot more of the return of like cascade decks, like mm. a little bit more popular stuff like rhinos, a little more living and maybe some dredge here and there again, because mm. when was the last time anybody saw that? Mm-hmm. Um, I expected so, more death in taxes and I have not seen any death in taxes. Thank God. But you know, um, in another deck that I expected to see a little more play was the, 
the Persist deck, the one that revives uh, Archon of Cruelty. That's okay. Yeah, I know which one. I, I just faced that. Uh, what was it? I think I faced that two nights ago. Oh, I smashed they, the hell out of it. Let me just exactly. tell you. Exactly. They, they had no clue. I mean, I had the uh, John Joe, the Seed of the Empire. I ran two in there. Oh. Let me just tell you. I get to talk about that card a little. Bravo, Watsi. Thank you. Yeah, I got Joe. Sweet. We'll get to that. I know, I know you're excited, but wow. Just, yeah yeah we've uh n- we haven't really gotten much in the way of direct spirit support lately mm-hmm. but our secondhand support has been great mm-hmm. i mean i mean this what what upsets me is like, like i keep on saying 2021 was the year of the spirit we got spirits in cal time we ended up getting spirits in uh what the, that college said like the the, the hogwarts oh, strix haven yeah strix haven we ended up getting just maybe two or three in the Dungeons and Dragons. And then, of course, we got Innistrad, both Innistrads, uh, uh, Midnight Hunt and the uh, Crimson Vow. And there were spirits there. And then, of course, here we go into Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. It's spirits again. I mean, we have literally, as a tribe, been blessed with spirits. Unfortunately, none that go in our decks. It's true, like lots and lots and lots of spirits, and with the exception of Ascendant Spirit, almost none have actually like made a name for anything. We've yeah. had some that have seen like some cool secondhand play, like Cemetery Illuminator's pretty good. Um, I've been playing here and there with Spectral Adversary, and they're great in Pioneer, great in the Mono Blue oh, Snow Build. All three oh, of those oh. cards are amazing in Pioneer. Um, and even like someone s- to try it, I would love somebody to have the testicular. Well, sorry, let me rescind that. Gonadal fortitude, because who knows? Anybody can have particular gonads. So, gonadal fortitude to play mono blue snow in modern. I just want to see some, if someone has the courage to do mm. it. Just saying. Let's. I, I I've been saying it for a while. The bant is great. We have the Zorius. That's wonderful. You know, we got to shake things up. We got to, you know, add a little spice here, a little, you know, salsa, a little adobo. What, what, what can we do to shake things up? And the young man, well, these stars shook, shook it a lot up. That's all I'm going to say about that. That is definitely a thing that happened. Um, I was very excited to see uh, that list. Well, right. let's talk about it. You know, you know cool. let's not, let's not, let's we'll shy do. around it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're unaware and been like sleeping under uh, like a rock or something, a uh, young man named D-Star, he was on the show uh, last episode, a uh, young man from Sweden, all right? They're known for their Ikea furniture, the meatballs, and the swimsuit models. He ended up making this Urion Spirits deck, Azorius deck. Oh, my Lord, what a wonderful deck. And uh, it came out of nowhere. It came in fifth place in a modern challenge. I I, I was hoping somebody would take the... Uh, challenge to change it up but he you know he he admit he he got inspired by nikachu mtg well good friend of ours uh who does a show every monday morning at uh, i guess 9 a.m eastern standard time let me just tell you that deck is mean it's it, it's the real deal and now he just changed it up where you know he replaced certain lands and now he's running urza saga in the deck and and I forgot to mention he's actually running three aether vials. I was like, 
Really? You you actually put Aether Vials in this time and he likes it. He went actually went four and one. Nice, nice, good. So what do uh, you think of the deck? So the overall premise of the deck I actively like. So for anybody who hasn't seen the base list, I guess, um, what D-Star did was take your regular blue-white spirit shell, and of course you have to add 20 cards to it to make Yorian a thing. So what he did was put in a bunch of removal into the deck. He played in uh, a bunch of Solitudes, a bunch of Prismatic Endings, and I think he was playing some number of March of Otherworldly Light as well. He also put um, in Solitude, just so you know. Four oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. F uh, four Solitudes, four Prismatic Endings. And I want to say for March of Otherworldly Light as well, as well as um, putting Kira's back into the deck. And I think he had four copies of um, Spectral Sailor in the first version of the deck mm -hmm. that did not play any copies of Urza Saga. Right. Um, but with Urza Saga, you take out the Sailors and instead you play things like, you know, Aether Spellbomb, uh, Soul Guide Lantern, Aether Vials, of course. Mm-hmm. And the first version of the list straight up didn't play any Aether Vials at all. It was just, nope. here's some mana, here's some spirits, good luck dealing with my stuff. And as you see by the fifth place result he got, he, uh, people could not deal with this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it came out of nowhere. People were just like, what the hell is this? And just, right? There you go. Um, and then the other part of the innovation that he did, because that's not 20 whole cards, right? Mm -hmm. um, he did take a page from Nikachu, like you mentioned. And again with the Yorian he put in four copies of subtlety into the main as well and I don't know if uh you remember that's a card I've been pushing since the spoiler for Modern Horizons 2 like I mm. yeah you called it the uh force of will yeah and, and I, was... I told people I was like look force of will has never been an actually good card it's a necessary card sometimes and okay. the fact that it's flying just happens to be on theme so would i recommend it for every deck absolutely not but would right. i recommend it for our deck that already wants flash flyers absolutely mm -hmm. so the fact that it's showing up in force in decks like ourselves in decks like merfolk I mean, I don't know. I told you so. Like, you know, like <laughs> it's one of those things that's it does exactly a thing that we have already wanted to do for years. Right. And even like a subpar spell queller five through eight is still mm -hmm. pretty good when the other person on the other side of the table is casting things like primeval titans. Right. The the less they get to play magic, the better our deck looks. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, like. I I asked Nikachu this question on his show. I was like, "What What are your thoughts on the March of the Otherworldly Light?" I I, I was one of the cards. Card. I saw that card originally. And I'm like, "This is a great card, but there's a huge drawback." You know, with the fact that if you discard a you know white card, you know it gives you that two X, you know, free two X. Uh -huh. So I'm like, "It's good. It's interesting. I like it a lot, but." I don't know about spirits. He's actually proving me wrong. What is your thoughts? I absolutely love that card. So okay. a lot of the problems that March solves are problems that either we cannot solve naturally or things that we don't mind paying a big price to solve. So in the example where you get to just pay one mana and get rid of an Urza Saga, that is clearly the best application of march of otherworldly light mm -hmm. like you just you you get a one mana instant speed land destruction middle finger you to your opponent they cry about it and there's really nothing they can do um which is great because that's exactly what we want we want them mm -hmm. doing nothing so 
in the matches against decks like Hammer Time and stuff where I'm sorry, the, the dog my oh. dog just heard a card. It's a it's a you pug. Know, Hold on, give me one second. I gotta yell at the dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this is gonna be my two seconds where I'm gonna complain because the card spirited companion is a dog and not a spirit and not a companion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I I can sense that the the dog in the background was gonna let me have some excuse to complain about that. Um, because we're gonna talk about new cards later. Yes, but, yes <laughs> but March of the Worldly Light, I actively love it, right? Like it's really good sure. against Hammer Time, it's really good against Urza Saga itself, and it is subpar but still instant speed removal against most of the other things where you still would want that kind of effect, right? Where right. say the example of um rags for example a card we just talked about so your opponent plays a rags on the play right and then you take your turn one you play a prismatic ending well in that scenario your opponent can still just dash a second copy of rags and you're still back at square one right like right. you're just still getting hit they're still taking cards they're still making treasure you're still behind but mm -hmm. with a march of otherworldly light even if you have to pay two mana then that's still okay you're still getting rid of the same problem that they're either paying mana to dash in or just you know casting and trying to hold up like consider vault or whatever right. but also as spirits players how often have we just said okay here's a selfless spirit i'm gonna trade selfless spirit with rags that's still two mana to deal with the same ragavan so mm -hmm. the fact that we just have it on a spell and not necessarily on a body is i think acceptable and the okay. fact that you can pitch a few cards or just pay a bunch of mana to solve bigger problems like Primeval Titan, Murktide Regent, or I don't know, like Thought Not Seer, if anybody's still playing that in 2022. Mm -hmm. um, any, you know, any of the bigger problems that people are presenting to us, we at least have the option to solve those things as well. It's right. not like, you know, a one mana all the time thing like Path to Exile is, but Path sucks. I don't want to give them a land. Mm -mm. So, I don't know. So the fact that like sometimes it's a medium pitch removal, eh, that part's like again, it's medium, but like right. solitude is already a pitch removal spell sometimes. Right. Subtlety is already a pitch force of will sometimes. Like we're already doing this kind of thing. So the fact that we have more options, except it has the wild upside of getting rid of Urza Saga, I love it. Okay. Uh, the way you, 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 like, I was going to buy into the card. Now you sold me. It's like a moral imperative. Now I have to go buy a playset. Thank you. Was, like, I, was I uh, two, will say you're more. welcome to you. I will say I'm sorry to Renata. No, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> because she knows my deck is completely foiled out. And yeah. like, I just can't have the regular art. I have to have the alternate art. So I just can't. I mean, I can't say anything. I'm not much better in that regard. I simply, I don't happen to like foils, but I do still like to get all the cool arts for my things. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have to understand just like, it's just when you're playing against their opponent, next time they see all these foils and I'm like, oh my God. Like, oh yeah. Oh. I like, it's an intimidating look. You know, you see somebody with all foils and you're like, oh no, this person clearly knows what they're doing. They've been playing this deck for years. Otherwise, why would they have this entire thing foiled? Exactly. And you should have seen when I played a young lady, her name was, I believe was Jasmine at the yeah. SEG Philly. And she was playing eight whack. Okay. And I was just like, and she sees like, Oh, that's so pretty. Oh, that's so pretty. Like, is your whole deck that way? I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. Nice. Here's my uh, masterpiece aether vial. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about that. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
Don't blow it up with smash smithereens. Don't worry about it. It's not there. And she actually did that, unfortunately. Oh no! Yeah, a, she hit it with a Jedi mind trick. No, no, she she did it, and I'm like, oh. great, a cheap ass card destroyed my wonderful expensive card. Oh yeah, yes, that's awful, uh, awful. Yeah. So, what else did you like about this Yurion deck? Like me, like would you use Yurion for his ability, like bouncing, like? Um, honestly, I think the, the energy of the battlefield part of Yorian is probably the least exciting part of the Yorian because okay. most of the things that, you know, would normally have entered the battlefield effects are ones that we don't necessarily care about at sorcery speed when you're just casting a Yorian. Yeah, sure. It's cool when you're getting it off an Aether Vial and doing all that. But honestly, you just get to start off with an eighth card in hand, even if you have to buy it for three mana, that's okay. good enough. A mm -hmm. big four or five flyer that's bigger than our entire deck that's on theme that's great mm -hmm. it's on color that's great we don't have to make any mana related sacrifices to play yorian so that's cool and then the occasional times when you get the upsides of having yorian either at instant speed via aether vial or with the cool things like solitude that d star put in the deck well mm -hmm. that's all upside you get to basically play a death and taxes esque plan and well who doesn't like that you know mm -hmm. The legacy deck is already doing that. They're already replaying Solitudes, replaying um, Skyclave Apparitions, mm -hmm. you know, uh, blinking out things like Spell Queller if they have Teferi on the table to permanently get rid of those spells. So, like, there's a lot of applications to Yorian that even, like, we were already happy with a 4-5 flyer. And right. then you just get occasional upside. Cool. I'm all about it. You can't, you can't beat it. I, I love I, I love the direction this young man went. Love it. But uh, what other cards besides that caught your eye? Just, uh, just curious. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me, we, let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. So we get to talk about our accidental support then. And mm -hmm. that's going to be uh, the channel lands. And mm -hmm. of course, everybody in their moms was talking about Baseju because, well, Baseju well, was busted. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it, it's, I don't know, Baseju, it's because it's busted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, but Otawara and Iganjo are both really really fantastic cards mm -hmm. and anybody who like saw me going over my little overviews of all the cards coming out of neon kamigawa um at neon dynasty kamigawa right. would see just like how hype i was for both of these things i'm just like yep i am aware that iganjo is three mana to sometimes solve a one mana problem i do not care i'm excited and otawara was even more exciting if i got to do literally nothing other than get rid of shark typhoon tokens and pioneer that was enough mm -hmm. anything above that is all sugar on top cherries with syrup okay extra stuff all i saw was the fact that oh cool i can pay four mana and get rid of shark typhoon tokens and pioneer perfect i don't need to hear anything else about this card and then they came in untapped painless yep what's the not like they're free spells they're absolute oh, free spells and cannot be countered they're so good like both like, of them I, like, I was thinking like spell queller can get it no spell queller cannot get it because it's not oh. a spell you're not casting it no, the only thing that, like, say, an opposing spirits player can do about it is put in something that gives hexproof in response to one of those things. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's the list. That's you can't counter it. Like, no Geistlight Snare, no Spell Queller, no Lofted Denial, none of that. Nope. Uh, let, let me ask you. You're the Spirit Master, okay? I'm climbing up the ladder slowly. Let's be honest. Besage you. Mm -hmm. 
and Bantex. I'm thinking two. I I don't know about two. Um, I do like the idea of one and one in the board if the format of modern skews towards in you know artifact and enchantment based decks like um amulet titan, like hammer time, stuff like that. Okay. I don't mind playing one, but even that one might have to come in place of the basic forest. But then you're deciding, like, do I want to play a basic forest and more reliably have fetches available to cast Noble Hierarch? Or am I playing a Baseju and maybe, like, retooling my mana around so that I'm also playing just, like, four copies of Botanical Sanctum in the main? That way I can more likely have access to my Noble Hierarchs and stuff. Um, So if you want to play even really one Poseidon, there's a lot of decisions made for your mana. Um, I would personally side towards not playing one in the main, but playing really? one in the board. Okay. Because Noble Hierarch is so important to the deck that I don't know that you can really sacrifice your like windswept heath, misty rainforest part of the mana base. Um, you know, because like, what if you know you're playing against burn and you have like a flooded strand windswept heath hand well now you're definitely taking three damage if you want to play a noble hierarch that's probably going to catch the business end up a searing blaze so like i don't know that basaju is worth all of that risk because that's going to be a you know a thing that comes up quite a bit especially Mm. since that's not the only hyper aggressive deck in the format right now like we just saw that people were doing good with hardened scales rags is still good and you know your life total matters against the blue red deck um burn is everywhere so there's there's a lot of stuff that we just don't really like have the ability to afford tooling around our mana because it's so specific in the bant list. But I do like the option of one in the board because it's just really good, right? Like you fight Tron, you make their land suck. You fight Amulet Titan, it takes out half of their deck. You fight out um, Hammer Time, it takes out basically their entire deck. So right. there's a lot of applications where it's really good. Okay, well, before I go with my next thought, you can find this young man, Andre Seguera, at Rearranged AS on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. It's a moral imperative you follow him. He also has a little store. You see that right there. He sells little Andre Seguera t-shirts that mimic uh, rattle chains. Very cute. It's a moral imperative that I get one. So, you know, I'm going to force Andre to be like, yo, send me one. Yeah. Okay. But with that being said... Follow him, rearranged AS on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitter, uh, Twitch, Moral Imperative. Now, Andre, you're going to be like, what are you doing, Dwight? I'm going to be honest with you. I I, I played at my LGS, mm-hmm. and I ended up going with two uh, John Joe, Seed of the Empire, and okay. one Atara in my main in Azorius. Okay. I ended up taking out the... Uh, the horizon lands, the blue green one, mm. and the horizon canopy, and then yeah. I ended up taking out at, I ended up taking out one, uh, Moreland haunt, because I was like I didn't feel comfortable with the Moreland haunt, but then I ended up putting the Moreland haunt back in and then <sighs> removed the cavern of souls, one cavern of souls because I was running three. Okay, I arrived at close to the same conclusion. With the exception that I didn't even consider removing a Moreland Haunt. Um, I just, did just, that was just not on Because I, I was running two Moreland Haunt. That's why I was like, yeah, uh... nope. I ran two, 
and I stayed with two. Um, that was never a consideration in my mind. But okay. what I ended up doing is I run one Otawara and one Iganjo, and I ended up taking out, like, I'm not playing any Horizon Canopies. I was playing right. two previously. And I've also um, moved all the way down to two copies of uh, Hallowed Fountain. And that was because I did expect more burn, more blood moon to enter the format. So right. in the place of one of the Hallowed Fountains, I'm playing one Prismatic Vista. See, I saw you put the Prismatic Vistas in there, and I'm like, hmm. And then I saw another young man who was following you. He ended up putting two Prismatic Vistas, and I was like, I like that tech, but I just don't know. I'm really a fan currently of the Ajanjo. I like, I want to throw. Oh, yeah. Ajanjo's really good. Ajanjo, if I could put it, more in there, the, like the happier I am, because it's I ended up playing, such. I ended up going toe to toe with an Amulet Titan deck. The Titan came at me. I was like, you sure you want to do this, boss? He goes, okay, fine, attack. I was like, not a problem. Fine, you get your two lands. Oh, I blocked with my rattle chains, which I was like, I hate to give up, but I was like, okay, fine. Oh, and a John Joe, your, you know, Titan is gone. Nice. Gone. Have a good nice. day, sir. And love he just it. looked at me and goes, uh, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. That, that, like, I finally, like, Amulet Titan, such a, a like uh, a thorn in spirit player sides that it's mm. just like finally, finally we have something to just. Mm. Yes. Oh yeah, no. Um, I think the coolest thing I've gotten to do with an Iganjo so far is I had a blue white control opponent just this last weekend. Okay. Um, I'm swinging with a bunch of creatures, and only one of them is swinging it as a fairy time raveler, and my opponent has enough mana for exactly the celestial colonnade on his side of the table Ooh. and one more mana so he's holding up a counter spell mana well <laughs> he decided to block the one supreme phantom that was attacking the teferi took the rest of the damage to the face and iganjo got to kill his celestial colonnade in the face of his two open mana Ooh. let me tell you that was not a happy dude <laughs> I, I, if I was him, I probably would have flipped the table. Just like, oh. you saw this, like, what? I, uh, you know, like he had a Teferi, he had open mana. Like, I couldn't cast spells. I didn't have an Aether Vial on the table, so mm -hmm. he thought he was super scot free, right? It's like, oh man, that was a really bad attack, Dre. What are right. you doing? You're usually better than this at attacking. Well, jokes on you. Um, <laughs> so that was awesome. Like uh, I, our reactive deck got more reactive. I can't. I just. Thank oh, you. I, I love you. them so much. They're so good. Like, I, I don't know more. about a second I Ganjo, but I might try to fit in a second Otawara. Um, I, really, really, and, I'm like, I'm I, I feel the Otawara, but it's just like it leaves me wanting, honestly. It's, it's just because the fact that it's five four mana and the other one's three, it's a, a lot. Now, you are running Thalia, which lowers the mana count to you know, to yeah three so it's it's fair but it does still leave me wanting that's fair um the reason i specifically wanted otawara over iganjo if i were to include a second copy of either of those lands okay. is in pioneer again shark typhoon is just such a big deal like mm. it's one of the very few cards that we just have a ridiculously hard time with no matter what like most of the cards out of basically every other shark typhoon style deck we handle really easily. We have like selfless spirits to handle supreme verdicts. We have spell quellers, 
Lofty Denials, Geistlight Snare, Mausoleum Wanderers to handle basically the entire rest of the format. And Shark Typhoon, we otherwise don't really get to do anything about. And for the longest time, I've been including Brazen Bowers in my list, mostly just to combat that. It's mm. an okay threat, but let's be real. I would much rather have like, you know, a Cemetery Illuminator or another Spirit or something like that if I didn't have to deal with Shark Typhoon. But now I can play Otawara and that still deals with Shark Typhoon. So right. that makes me a lot happier there. And in Modern, one of the few cards that we cannot deal with Skyclave Apparition is Merktide region. Yep. yep. And yep. Otawara can reset that on its own with no other help. So mm. in Iganjo sometimes, like, you know, if they have an 8-8 Merktide region, you really only have a couple of options. In mm. the in the blue-white Yorian list, sure, you can, like, resolve a Teferi, and then Teferi can bounce Merktide only for the Merktide to come back the following turn. Well, right. that's pretty annoying. Shacklegeist can tap it, which is great, but... That's the deck that plays four bolts and four on holy heats. Mm. So, you know, good luck keeping a shackle guys on the table if your opponent is smart. Right. And it's it's relatively annoying to have to deal with the bigger threats that Otawara can deal with, but Iganjo can't, okay. even if Iganjo is cheaper. Um, with that said, I've also gotten a really like I've gotten more super cool moments with Iganjo than I have with Otawara. Um of course, oh I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, oh, you're attacking. Like, uh no, you're blocking. No, it's just yeah. Ugh. Like getting to blow out your hammer time opponent when they try to attack you with an ink moth nexus, and they think they're so cool. They cost a colossus hammer, and their cigar is eight triggers, and they tell you what their target is, and then you get to discard your land to blow them out. Whoo, chef's kiss exactly that's uh, that's that's why i love that card so much it's, it's just you know everybody's is so in love with besiege and i understand why besiege is here but for me a uh, just like just 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 because it's, i'm a spirit guy it's so just so lovely i love it i is like it is absurdly good well, let me ask you because like we are, we are discussing your like i know we're going to bounce all over the place here but we were discussing your deck list you were running two drug school captains in your deck am i wrong in thinking this oh um or no, was no. that the other guy's deck list that he was like hey andre check this out no no no. that was the one that somebody was pointing out to me this weekend i did run all four okay. but in the past what i have done is i've taken out two copies of drug school captain in favor of kira but mm. since i have gone back to playing giver of runes lately i have mm. put in all four drug school captain i'm currently not playing kira Okay. And how's drug school? I mean, how is uh, runes working for you? I love it. I absolutely love Giver of Runes right now. Okay. Um, because one of the main focal points of the format, or at least what I thought was going to end up happening, is that with the absence of Luris, there were going to be a lot more decks like, excuse me, like Jund, like Miscellaneous Grixis Piles, all kinds of things that are just playing a hundred million spot removals, right? Right. And that's one of the things that Giver of Rune shines against is just like a giant pile of spot removal. So a lot of the times, and this happens often because I play three of each, I'll get to do like turn one Giver of Runes, turn two Thalia, and your opponent with their giant pile of removal is just like, come on, dude. And you're like, absolutely not. I am not here to give you reprieve. So... <laughs> You know, so it's like a nice little combination of cards that just makes your opponent's life really miserable. Mm -hmm. And 
well, I'm looking right at the logo, so it's going to be fun to say, like, that's Bushi. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and it, it's really good. When, you so know, thank you, you, Ravishing. Ravishing, oh, just nice. put perfect, it right there. Perfect, that's perfect. Bushi. <laughs> but it's really good when you make your opponent say something like that because of just, like, the interactions that you already have. So the more miserable they are, the better your deck is. Um, but with that said, I did see the list with only two Droxkull captains and they're mm -hmm. back to playing Kira for right. a lot of the same reasons because you just want to blank your opponent's removal. Right. And it makes total sense to me because I've also done that in the past. Right. No, I like there's a part of me that's you know, like when you feel too comfortable that that little your little baby blanket, the little thing that you hold here and you're like, oh I don't want to do this, but I know I got to, I gotta give it up, but uh that's how I feel about drug school captain. I gotta be honest with you. It's really hard, but I know that list. I'm like looking at that list and I'm like, they're right. They're, they are right currently to put two drug school and putting Kira in there, but it, it's just so hard. It's I just... don't blame you. Like drug school captain is a really powerful Lord. Like honestly, as far as all the Lords go in just various tribes of magic, like, Droxco Captain might actually be like top three best lords ever. Like top, it's top three. See now, now I gotta ask you. you I'm just, I'm trying to formulate a list. Okay, because I'm sitting here like, okay, who is greater? What other lord is greater than Droxco Captain? I'm, yep, I am Elvish Archdruid. Um, hmm. I would call Elvish Archdruid very, very slightly better than Droxco Captain. And it's like ten okay. to like nine point five. Okay. Um, and I'm struggling to come up with another one that might be better than those two. Because I know Marvel Mar people are like, oh, Nash of the Pearl Trident. <sighs> no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I have played Merfolk. I play Merfolk in Legacy. The Merfolk Lords are great, but like they are not drugs. I, I like the silver. Sure. I like the silver fur guy now. They they they're for the. Uh, uh, ninjutsu that you know the new one that just came out for neon dynasty i like that one that's cool but it's not oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah no 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 the, the ninja lord is it's a playable magic card somewhere but it's I mean, the, it's not on the same power level at all you know what i could consider is the the i think it's the vampire it's a red it's a black uh a strong oh strong um lord or whatever it's called. something like and it gives them first strike if i'm not that wrong. one's not bad that's not bad um, I mean, I think the I'd zombie have... ones. I think the zombie ones better. Like uh -huh. honestly, I think like there's like five zombie lords that are all better than that. Like, really? Well, the like, ones there's one that uh, gives a they, they have to take two to block. Uh, I forgot what the mechanic oh, is called. The menace. Yes, menace. Like there, there's one with menace, and that that came out with the. Uh, oh God! Well, why? Why is everything fading on me? Oh, into. there's so many really good zombie lords, but even those are still not as good as as Droxkull Captain, and they're definitely not as good as Archdruid. Like, um, the zombie ones that are really good, let's see, there's Death Baron, the one that gives all the Death touch. Yep, like that one's really good. Diagraph Captain is really good. The mm. one that um plus ones and it has uh draining gain whenever one of your zombies dies. That one's mm -hmm. like absurdly good. Um Oh, Vampire Nocturnus is really good. Mm -hmm. The one that gives plus two, plus one in flying. Yep. Um, but it has to be a black card on top. So it's like you you're yeah. run, you have to be running mono black. 
so you just like don't have a land on top of your deck basically in those decks because they're already black um yeah. but like that one's really good oh man see it's hard gonna, yeah this is gonna take some think now there's a bunch of zombies that like make tokens and our lords too mm-hmm. i think those are all probably better than the vampire lord but even still none of those are on a level of drug skull captain no not even like i was so happy that we ended up getting a new one uh the mm. new spirit the new spirit lord but that left me wanting too because it's like oh we get to play spirits from our graveyard yay and we have none that come back from our graveyard yay. Uh, yeah yeah um and you, I do, you, you said you you look like you were about to say one so what what i what am did you have i am and okay. this is going to be the one that i've been holding off here so yeah. this one is going to make you mad because the card just card for card is better but the tribe is terrible okay and lord of the unreal uh hold on lord of the unreal that's uh illusions right it is okay it is drug skull captain and one cheaper but it doesn't fly but it's one cheaper. I think that is a better card than Drog Skull Captain, but okay. illusions are so bad that it doesn't matter. I agree. Okay, then. Oh. Okay. I, I'm, I, I don't. See, this I don't, is why I was trying to hold it off. <laughs> okay, you're right. I, I hate to say yes, you're right. I, I don't. I don't like the fact that you're right. Like I want like, you to be wrong in this one. I like. Yeah. Like, I, I like the guess always being right, except for that. But you're right. Andre. Yeah. Like Drog Skull Captain will definitely always see more play because spirits are just so much better than illusions, and that's not even us just being fans. Like no, it's, it's just kind of fact. Like mm-hmm. illusions tribal is not a thing. I tried to build one, and it was just like, oh, what an utter nightmare. No, right? Like even in the scenario where you get to just go like, cool. Like I have Lord of the Unreal, Phantasmal Image on Lord of the Unreal. Outside of exactly that, the deck has nothing. nothing. And when you do have that, a single Tarmogoyf still blocks that entire deck for free. You know, you know what illusions gets. I, I want to play this for my illusion people. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, pretty that, much. That's, that, that's what they get you know it's just no so and then the other one that i would at least consider more seriously is uh scion of una it's the two in a blue it's a one one flash all other fairies get plus ones and shroud oh that's right yes i i i, I why is the fairies a thing like um, i mean without being funny they don't have good lords yeah like the reason you know we can close out games because we have supreme phantom like Mm. you actually have to respect a spectral sailor when it's attacking for two a turn nobody cares when it attacks for one right and fairies outside of exactly scion of una how else are they getting extra power and toughness like bitter blossom is honestly pretty terrible as far as magic cards Mm -hmm. go well you have have ona's black guard when a a, a rogue fairy comes into play you know you put a plus one plus one counter on it Eh. okay it's i mean don't get me wrong like ona's black guard is one of the better ones especially since like the whole discarding thing is a thing too like Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool right but how else are they like generating the advantages and stuff that other tribes get? Like, yes, they have spell stutter sprite, and that card is awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, spell stutter sprite versus spell color? Are you kidding me? Why can't we get a spell stutter sprite for spirits? I dare them to let us have that. 
I, Mark I Rosewater, it, I double dog dare you. You heard this from Andre Zagero. He he double dog dared you. I triple dog dare you. Give me. Um, if you don't stick your tongue on a lamppost when it's 40 degrees and below. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just watched too much Christmas I'll story. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Poor flick. Oh, mm, right. Nice. Um, it's actually a really funny aside about the Christmas story, too, because like um, I live in Syracuse, New York. So okay. it is absolutely freezing here, like eight months out of every year. It is terrible. The weather is awful. I do not recommend. Um, okay. So I just gave girlfriend Kristen a cool, new, really thick winter coat because okay. she gets cold really easy. And her previous coat, the zipper busted. And that is not acceptable here. I'm like, well, you just need a new coat. So here's like a giant new coat. And it's it's thick. It is one of those ones that like I could wear when we have negative 40 degree weather, which, by the way, is a real thing here. What? That it's it, it, yeah, it's a thing. No, no, bro. No, I, I, I start moving I was, south. Start moving I, south. I know. I know. I have some. Dude, I'm, at, south, I'm at the Jersey Shore. It was 70 <laughs> degrees today. I went outside with them on my motorcycle. That's why I didn't get back to you quickly. I was on my motorcycle riding for like an hour and a half. I hope everybody feels every single bit of salt that's coming out of my face right now. Um, well, there was a lot of there was a lot of salt on the road. I had to be careful because a couple times I was like, Whoa. I was like, oh shit, almost almost died and hit a tree. I almost became a tree folk. Oh, Georgia's jungle! <laughs> Watch out for that tree. <laughs> but yeah, so she put on the coat and everything, and you know she could put her arms down like that wasn't a thing but i did the whole mimicking <laughs> ralphie thing and the, i can't move <laughs> so like that was pretty funny um but she's warm so okay. mission accomplished well let me just tell you i don't know if you know that guy flick he ended up becoming a porn star just just so that's you know. hilarious his name is flick and became a porn star well are he, you well, kidding he, me the, the, the kid's name in the movie was flick oh oh and oh, he, oh. He, ended, he and in real life he ended up becoming a porn star he was actually in a movie uh, called The Toy with, oh, what the hell is this guy? I love this guy. Uh, Richard Pryor. Oh, okay, yeah. Called The Toy. And his name in the movie was Master Bates. His last name was Bates, so Master Bates. Oh. Universe, you are way too easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. See, I'm filled with so much bad 80s knowledge. It's horrific. I can't say anything. I, uh. Oh no, I'm not. Never mind. I'm wearing you're, a red you're in the '90s, probably to 2000s, baby. I'm like, oh. oh, I was born in '84. Oh, okay. So you're not that. You're not that much younger. You're about. Yeah. I'm about ten years older than you, but that's okay. Yeah, I actually, I actually thought I was wearing a Last Dragon shirt right now, but I'm not. I'm wearing. A oh my god, I love that. You got the glow. Yeah. See, see, you have to be old to know the Last Dragon. It's a oh, great, it's... awful movie. Who's the oh. master? Show enough. The way I described The Last Dragon to my friends who haven't seen it yet, and for anybody who hasn't heard of this movie, this is a 100% real description of what this movie is. Dwight, you can back me up. Okay. It is a bad, black, 80s kung fu musical. Yes. And you know who's, who, who is the people who uh, uh, produced the movie? I actually don't. Motown. Oh, cool. So just, just so you're aware. like Yeah. People are unaware. Yeah, Motown help produce that movie so it's it, just like it is it is terrible and excellent and it's my favorite movie of all time well let's get back to magic here but like okay. with the with these <laughs> new lands that we ended up getting oh, yeah we got the glow 
That's all I'm going to say. Did. We, we did. When we look at their opponents, like, you know, you want to say that's Bushi, but who's the master? Oh, yeah. Show enough. Show enough. <laughs> but, yeah, but Iganjo and Otawara have just been, like, the biggest low-key blessings for us. Like, <laughs> even more so than really any of the spirits not named Ascendant Spirit um, that we've seen in the last, like, two years. Like, it's been so good. Both lands, like, in... Kamigawa has only been out for a few weeks now, and mm -hmm. it's both cards have already just been absolute blessings in both Pioneer and Modern. Like, I yeah. am straight up not going back on those lands. Now, when the Mono Blue Snow build, would you put uh, Atawara in there or not really? Um, I actually have a list that I'm going to play around with. It currently has two copies of Otawara. Really? I'm playing uh, two copies of Otawara, two copies of Faces Haven instead of the more standard three. That's right. my um, kind of, you know, compensation there. And then the rest is still just a giant pile of snow-covered islands. Okay. Let me just tell you, I love the snow-covered, uh, sorry, mono blue snow build. I love, 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 love that version. Don't get me wrong. It's, I can play Bant. You know, it's just very, very comparable to the modern version mm -hmm. i could play uh the azorius build you know just because the uh the of the spheres you know uh what the hell is it? something of this watcher oh the yeah spheres. watcher the spheres is it's, busted. it's it's like a free aether vial in a sense for spirits so my thing is yes those versions are great but man i really love the snow uh, mono blue snow belt there's something about it i know hiro Tosuki in japan he uh -huh. constantly five o's constantly five hours with this deck. yeah i see his name on goldfish and mcg top eight all the time he's just winning. like like i gotta have him on the show too. yeah i was like, gonna say I reached like out to spell queller reached out to you i think you know if uh, hopefully if you know here at Tosuki is watching you know come on the show hopefully you know you know for sure we can like, communicate you know, with one another we'd love to see some dialogue from the other side of the world about space exactly sure. bro exactly but yeah, no, like, like what what else do you think is going like magic otherwise like in the spirit tribe like <laughs> are we in a good place are we in a bad place what do you think um i think that in modern our place has definitely improved but you do have to actively skew your list somehow to deal with the removal piles that are going to see play people are going to be playing more copies of fury more copies of solitude fatal push is going to come back to the format so get used to seeing that Murktide is probably the best deck in the format, so just get used to giant piles of Unholy Heat and Lightning Bolt. So you have to find some additional plan to deal with removal. Like, I've done Giver of Runes, the other pilot went back to playing Kira's. Like, you have to actively do something to combat the removal piles. But if you do that, you can get handsomely rewarded. Like... D-Star just got fifth place in a modern challenge and then immediately followed up with a 5-0 league and then immediately followed up with a 4-1 league after messing up his mana to play Urza Saga, which Urza Saga is super powerful, but it's pretty hard to cast Skyclave Apparition. And he still went 4-1. So, you know, that tells you about the power level of the deck right now if you decide to prepare yourself. As for myself, I've played two IRL tournaments in the last two months and, well... I can tell you it's uh it's been since January since I've lost a match of Swiss um with Spirits IRL. Wow. Like it's 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 been really good, but like both times I've actively gone out of my way to try to, you know, beat removal piles. Like I've mm. gone back to playing Giver of Runes. I'm as always playing Thalia. Um 
one of my builds had chalice in the void to try to deal with that but that was also when lurus was in the format now i'm not playing chalice because there's no lurus but there's still some kind of anti-removal dedicated plan to make sure that your spirits can survive because if you can do that let's be real what in the format is dealing with your other part of your plan right right like if you can protect your creatures the best part of playing spirits has always been that including the control decks we are by far the best deck in the format at dealing with a stack mm -hmm. there's literally nobody that's close to us that includes blue white control we oh, are not only are we great at the stack it's the fact that we have a spirits is probably one of the most unique tribes where we protect our own it's yeah. there's no other tribe that really protects their own you what you got rattle chance you know comes into play hexproof drug school captain all your creatures have hexproof you get you know muslim runner to counter instance on sorceries you get spell quality to sit, uh, get rid of any uh instant or sorcery that's going to affect you of four mana or less or even board mm -hmm. wipes in a sense you know with you know what the the mass board wipe for two white and a blue i forget what it's called oh supreme verdict supreme pre supreme verdict or then at the same time you got the selfless spirit you sacrifice that and it protects your entire board i mean spirits is a unique tribe where mm -hmm. it works so well together that it, they protect their own no other tribe protects their own like spirits it's true like trying to play really any other mono creature deck right now it almost feels like a mistake because of how much removal there is in the format. Mm -hmm. Like you look at decks like Grixis, like Jund, like Blue White Control, like the Red White Stoneblade decks. All of those are playing. Oh, why did I never mention Yorian Blink? What am I doing with my life? Um, like you know, all you of mean these money decks, pile, money pile. Yeah, like all of these decks play just infinite removal, and we are the only creature deck in the format that can both provide a respectable clock and protects our creatures with the power of friendship you know like we're full mm -hmm. anime mode here and it's so hard for opposing decks to deal with our creatures if we just go into the match with a plan that's yeah, really we should, all we, we have should to just do. change the name of our deck from spirits that come at me bro that's that's basically what it is it might as well be yeah <laughs> and the best part about it is that we have the flexibility to 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 adjust to make plans if we want to be better against the stack you can do things like i have and you can just play thalia's in your deck and you're instantly much better against the stack if you want to play better against creatures like murktide region and stuff you can just play like a fourth copy of shacklegeist in your deck you can play brazen borrower to bounce you can do whatever you want in that regard you can play like the Yorian version and play solitudes and marches of otherworldly lights if you really want to go hard body on removal if you want to protect your creatures even more you can play kira which is a spirit like if you want to go full-on hatred well you're already playing blue nobody likes playing against blue cards and you're playing against white who likes playing against white sideboard cards nobody and we have all the best options whether they're attacking or not attacking you can play rest in peace which is strong or remorseful cleric which is on tribe and hateful mm -hmm. you can play stony silence if you want to play against hammer time or you can play on tribe kataki like right. we have so many super sick options within the tribe that it's almost unreasonable to argue for playing another creature deck so mm. we don't well don't say that on you know the uh, nikachu and tj don't don't say that because even, hey. though he's, even though he's our friend you know Shh. i like nikachu like 
you know um and like i said earlier i play merfolk in legacy because merfolk is amazing at beating up on lands what no 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 shame on you no no i have had a young man on my show douglas rosa from brazil okay mm -hmm. from rio de sur okay that's how much i remember because i'm dying to go down there to have his Brazil brazilian radizio let me just tell you, this young man has done exceptionally well in Brazil with a legacy deck and I've Spirit's seen... Legacy. I've had him on the show multiple, like about two to three times. And let me just tell you, his deck list, delicious. I have, I have seen his list. He actually plays Cemetery Illuminator in Legacy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you fight against a graveyard deck, good luck beating that card. So, like, I actually like his deck a lot. Um, I just happen to think that lands are more relevant in legacy okay. than than like the, the the stack is i think it's uh lands are really just like the thing to be beating in legacy right now mm -hmm. so if you are trying to play like against dark depths if you're trying to beat wasteland piles then playing a pile of islands and your own wastelands and tide shapers to me was the perfect way to approach the format mm -hmm. and so far it's worked like i don't know like it's gotten pretty good results for me and I if the format moves away from dark depths and towards more combo decks like the epic storm like reanimator well reanimator is already pretty good um yeah. and like other combo decks I think that's when I would definitely sleeve up spirits and just be like all right well okay. now it's time to beat up on some spells um but for right now since I think the format is more centered around lands I would stick with tide shaper but as soon as it gets away from lands and goes back to spells, y'all are going to have to deal with some mausoleum wanderers and legacy again. So that, that means that if Mark Rosewater is watching, Andre Segura also wants Quarters Attendant, which is a, uh, 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 what is it? The Was ghost that the ghost quarter, quarter that you? The ghost quarter spirit. Oh, Just man. Just saying. Um, that's, I that's, will not sit here and lie. I definitely want a ghost quarter spirit. Thank you. See how I make great spirits here? Peekaboo and uh, quarters attendant, just just saying, and they go with flavor. Yeah, quarters attendant is really good. I yeah, I would totally play that. And like yo, come in, blow up your Tron land, make you nice and miserable. Come out with like a one one flyer. What's the I mean, not like? It helps out with what like the one the reason why I thought of the land is because of uh, Valley of the Dead. I think it's called. Oh, Field of Dead? Field of Dead. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's when I thought card. of that. That's when I thought of the card. I was like, now it's like Ursatron. I mean, uh, Ursa Saga. Perfect. Let, let's get that card. Let, let, let uh, Watsy make that card for us. Yeah. Now we have an answer. Just saying. Oh, man. Just saying. Oh. Make it a white card. Mm -hmm. You know, one uh, one white, white, no, mono white. No, like one mana, one, one. One mana. I was happy with it at two. I was thinking it was one oh, and no. a white the whole time. Dude, I was we thinking need like one mana. We need a one. Oh, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I was I was already happy with I'll it. Pay Look, I'll pay three one. mana to destroy a land. I'm willing to pay the three mana. Oh, straight up destroy. That's okay. That's probably too good. But I was like, but one in a what one in a white to ghost quarter a land? I'd be okay. all over that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then we'll we'll go with yours. I like that better. Yeah, because you can do that. And in legacy, I would totally play like Two of those in the main, two of those in the board. I would still play all four copies of Spirit of the Labyrinth in Legacy. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the deck is already just good. But you have to sacrifice so. the Spirit, though. Just saying. Just to... I mean, I'm, sure, I'm okay gonna... with it. What? Sacrifice the Spirit? No way. I'm well, playing Yorian. I'm going to just play all of them. 
I'm not sacrificing okay. anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're like Yorian death and taxes is already a thing in legacy. Okay. Like if we can just kind of side grade spirits into all, oh, now I've got some work to do. <laughs> you're, wel- you're welcome. Mm. You and <laughs> you and Douglas Rosa. I got some work to do. Mm. you. That could be fun. Oh yeah. Well, look out for that in a few weeks then. I'm telling you, like he told like me and him talked to him and his team are called Manamox in Brazil. Okay. You know, I'm like, I'm like, yo, Manamox up here. I'll I'll be one of your team members up here. Nice. Yeah, I'll have a 10th member. Just make sure you send me a shirt that's a double X or plus X, plus one more yeah. X. Just just in case. Because <laughs> I'm stretching this bad boy out now. It's like, oh hell. Uh, well, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this is Andres Guerra, the spirit master. Okay, he does great, 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 great. Did I mention the word great? Okay, content. He does great content on YouTube. It's it's a moral imperative to follow this guy. It's also he does live streams on Twitch. Moral imperative. And you know what? Great insight. Does talk about Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Unity or Unite? Well, Unity, yeah. right? Unite. You can find <laughs> him on Twitter at Rearranged AS, and he has a great you know uh, merch store where you can buy an Andre de Segura T-shirt. Oh, lots of sweet stuff. Just saying. So, Andre, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listening and viewing audience? Um, so for now, I you know we got to talk about the Yorian list, which I think was amazing. Um, Pioneer, I think that Spirits is much much improved um, because we didn't get to go on that one quite yet. So we got to talk about like how good Otawara was there, but I think what impacted spirits even more than Otawara was Lurus leaving the format. Um, Because if you look at the decks that spirits typically loses to in Pioneer, it's all of the decks that can get under our counter spells. So if you look at say things like Boros Heroic, Boros Prowess, Mono Red, black white humans mm-hmm. all of those decks don't really give a crap about guys Light snare they don't give a crap about lofty denial but with luris out of the format all of those decks that were playing luris have lost most of their power so right. they can no longer beat the decks like blue black control blue white control um they might be hard pressed to beat like the niv mizzet piles and all of those are decks that we have lots of game against. So if some of these more aggressive decks have a smaller share of the metagame because Luris has left the format, I think now is a great time to pick up Spirits and Pioneer. So ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here from the Spirit Master himself. If you you know, if you ain't in Spirits and Pioneer, what are you waiting for? Yeah. For Pioneer like, to actually take off and be a thing and next thing that deck's gonna be more expensive. <laughs> right. Saying, um, like, I mean you're at the bottom floor, you're at the bottom basement of the future of what modern's gonna be. Because modern is now legacy. Okay. Saying modern is now legacy. Pioneer is gonna start becoming that new modern. So instead yeah, of waiting until like, this goes up and next thing there, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I should have got this, I should have got that. Real Just saying. The best part, too, and I'll even sell your favorite list right now. So the mono blue snow version of Spirits in Pioneer, it's under $100 US. It is... Wow! <laughs> but seriously, it's it's dirt cheap as far as competitive magic is concerned. And it's good. Like, I just did a full primer on YouTube um, where I talk about the different versions of Spirits, Bant and um, Mono Blue were the highlighted versions and talked about 
you know, why you would choose to play one of these decks over the other, why you would attack the format with either of these, what the differences between the two are. And the fact that Mono Blue is in that discussion for legitimately like an 80 or $90 price tag for the entire deck, including all of the snow-covered islands, is absolutely Ridiculous. absurd. Like it's, Ridiculous. And if you're playing on Magic Online, the entire deck is literally $30 US. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The entire deck, like you yep. have a competitive deck that I five owed with more than once for $30. Yep. Yep. And like card for card, no substitutions, no budget considerations, nothing. You just get to play the exact list and it's good. So I would totally recommend jumping on that right now, especially since, you know, they're trying to bring Pioneer to relevance with like a lot of these Star City team events, a lot of series like NRG and those folks are just doing Pioneer events alongside their modern stuff. A lot of people are getting away from standard slash alchemy slash arena and exactly in favor of more IRL events, which hopefully means even more pioneer events. Um, we talked about this last year, but the existence of the challenger decks even implies that you wizards of the coast actively wants people to be playing pioneer. Mm-hmm. So well, there was a leak on the latest and latest, uh, uh, pioneer challenger decks that came yeah. out so i mean like, i mean it, this is the second year in a row they're they're putting it out so i mean exactly like the first ones were a relatively solid hit because like they were all cheap and good decks and now they were the top four they were the top four decks in the in pioneer now they're i guess they're doing the top eight i guess what's yeah, in there and, and, and now we're yeah as i say now we're just getting more of the same so they're clearly pushing the format which means that you know if we have a universe in which we're not worrying so much about COVID anytime soon, we might get things like, you know, Grand Prix or Magic Fests or whatever those might be called. And hopefully some of those are Pioneer, you know? Like, that'll be really exciting. So I think it's a great um, time to jump on this. Hmm. I, no, I just, what happens is I just, uh, you know, I have the image of it. There's like yeah. a red, black Rakdos sacrifice deck, okay. then a white, red, green Winota deck. Naya Winota deck. Yuck. Four color combo, which is white, white, red, oh, green, and blue. That must be Fires of Invention. Okay. And then an, some some type of artifact deck, which is white, blue. But, oh, oh, that that's with that's the, uh, the in soul artifact in soul snare. But it's kind of funny. It has Loris in the deck. Oops. To be fair, so did the Orzhov Auras deck that they put out last year. Whoopsie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what nice. Not, yeah. So I don't know what if anything they're gonna do about that. But the fact that they, you know, they have all of these decks and they're bringing again a lot of relevance to the format. And with eight challenger decks, remember these challenger decks released for less than fifty US each. Mm-hmm. So like you can get good competitive decks for less than fifty dollars a piece, and that's really absurd like i i did a whole highlight on the the spirits deck the azorius spirits list and you know i even like played it in a league on magic online and with zero alterations out of the box i was able to go three and two in a league really wow like i just i um all i did was i copy pasted the exact list that comes in the the challenger deck and I was like, hey, okay, so this is the list that exists. This mm-hmm. is what I would choose to play if I were to actually upgrade it. But to show you that this deck is relevant and good and we can play it out of the box, I'm going to play it out of the box. 
Okay. So I wow. did and ended up going three and two and just beating a bunch of decks. Like we played against Winota, which is normally a terrible matchup, but we beat that. Um, what else did we play against? I think I played against like some mono green aggro, maybe burn or something like just a mm. bunch of like relevant, good, actual meta decks and right. three, two right out of the box. Like we didn't even wow. have to like add in the good lands or anything because the mana base was terrible out of the thing. Mm. But I was just like, spirits is so good. We can overcome this. Okay. Well, I was, I was going to say like, wow, like I, I didn't expect the you know, a deck out of the box be that good. Honestly, yeah. like, wow. Yeah, no, it's I'm awesome. stupid. <laughs> I'm like, right now, you left me. You left me speechless. I'm like, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, but it was it was awesome. Like, I um, I didn't expect to do that well right out of the box, but that's exactly what happened. Like, you know, just flying in protection is real good, and even when it's budgeted, flying in protection is still real good. And so, it goes to show that when you put the effort into learning the deck, never mind playing it right out of the box, you can be very handsomely rewarded. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, go out there, buy your Pioneer uh, Spirit Challenger decks right now. Well, well, you can before they disappear from shelves, and you're going to go, why didn't I play Spirits and Pioneer? Yep. You're going to go ahead and play some aggressive deck like Black White Humans, and you're going to do well for two tournaments, and then you're going to get sad when your companion gets banned, and then you wish you played Spirits. Mm, and that's bushy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you you keep on talking about IRL. So anything else magical happen at your IRLs that you do? Like for those who don't know, um, you can find Andre because he loves to go to this uh, shop called Larger Than Life. It's in Syracuse, New York. Now you're going to go, is that by the university? And you go, no, it's on the complete opposite direction of the town. Uh, so it's a it's a great shop uh andre tell them about larger than life real quick oh you went mute on me uh-oh uh-oh unmute mike you went mute you you muted yourself paul no did we mute him I do not have a mute over here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Whew. That was what, what, what happened. I do not know. I just muted everything and then unmuted everything in an attempt to fix it. And uh, I guess it worked. Okay. Cause I know like we, you were unmuted on our side. It just said mute on your side. I was like, what the hell? Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm looking, I'm like, why do I have a little mute icon what's going on i didn't press anything well, that's right. what it is tell us about a larger yeah. than life so yeah so larger than life it's a store that i generally play at when i do play magic and they are right in syracuse on the other side of the city from the university but it's still uh, a great place to go so i go there they have um these three thousand dollar tournaments every month they're oh. modern and people show out when the weather's nice enough for people to like we've had some relatively big names show up like Ely Cassis played at one, two tournaments ago. Oh. Um, didn't this weekend, of course, because it was the, you know, championships and everything that he ended oh. up winning. So it was justified. Um, but you would kick his ass anyway. So it doesn't matter about that. <laughs> That's bushy. Real good. It's actually really funny. I think um, the only format that I've beaten him in 
in recent memory actually has been with modern spirits. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I okay. think everything else absolutely destroys me because, well, he's real good at magic. Um, like absurdly good. That's all, all right. right. Just practice well, makes perfect. So. Oh, yeah. Um, so we've got like a lot of relevant players, like it's a huge, huge player base and the tournaments are worth it. There's lots of inventory in stock all the time. The store's clean, um, which is, you know, pretty important. Um, it's buy a bunch of food. There's really nothing to not like as far as magic tournaments are concerned. Um, so I like to go and have a good time, socialize all that stuff. Cause you know, I don't know if everybody listening is out of isolation yet but around here uh socialization is kind of hard to come by still really okay so it's 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 good that you know um just any irl magic is a great excuse to like leave your house and do something for a day and and if you can win some store credit along the way awesome Uh, so it's been a pretty good time in um, the last few months since they've started running these $3,000 tournaments every month. And the best part is they lead up into a, like an end of year championship thing where you get points every time you play one and you get more points if you place well. And at the end of the year, whoever has the most points gets some amount of store credit. And then, you know, it kind of trickles down to like, I don't know, eighth or 16th or something. And that's mm. just for already participating in these same tournaments. Wow. So you have incentive to play throughout the course of the entire year. But they're $3,000 tournaments. So you already want to play throughout the course of the year. It, it you know, it doesn't hurt. Uh, to me, I, I wish I had your shop near me. Unfortunately, you know, I got these, you know, they're LGSs, they're mom and pops, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. It is what it is, but there, you know, Greg's games like I like I support at twenty one oh three Whitehorse Merceville Road in Hamilton, New Jersey eight six one nine eight six one nine. They, you know, it's a young man who owns a shop, and he's, you know, it's not his primary uh, means, but you okay. know, it's his. You know, he said, you know, I love magic. I want to have a f- place where I can play magic, but I want to have employees and let them do the, what they got to do. And you know, so far, I'm I'm supporting. I like it. You know, I'm Word. I'm I'm, I'm all for it. That's awesome. No, it's always really, really good to at least have one place that you just like enjoy playing at. If absolutely nothing else, just a good positive environment. Really, that's all you can ask out of an LGS. Amen. And people that, you know, use deodorant and wash, just to say. That's a huge plus. Like <laughs> anywhere you can go and you can like tell that people might actually practice good hygiene. Whew, it's so nice. I mean, or at the very least, the absence of really poor hygiene. Well, uh, all I know is that I was wearing wearing a mask, so I can't smell anybody but my own breath. So that's a positive. That's that's a positive. If you can smell somebody else through your mask, whew. I've had that before, where you just go, oh, oh I I can. I mean, if you, I mean, you're working as a nurse, I can only imagine the smells you've smelled, man. Oh, bro, it's it's pretty bad. But I remember seeing this one young man. You know, I, you know, not I'm not going to make fun of him, but he was covered in acne. He okay. was greasy. He looked like he combed his hair with a pork chop. It was just, dude, gotcha. just. I have uh, soap seen, and water, my friend. Soap and water. Yeah, I have uh, seen those types before, and it's just like, man, I'm an older magic player now. Can I just like assume the dad role and like take him aside and be like, hey, man, I don't want to embarrass you in front of everybody, but this talk needs to happen. So I want to take you away from your friends and have this talk with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I know how you feel. Yeah, now that I'm almost forty, I'm a lot more comfortable doing that than I would have been like ten years. Like I, 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 I will be straight up honest with you. Like I'm not out to embarrass anybody's kid, 
but if somebody stinks and this is something i think i can help with i'm gonna ask you if i can like you know take you like 30 40 feet away from your friends and have that conversation because it's like go, well go to the bathroom and have a french bath just go just please it's like it's like hey you know can i talk to you real quick like away from your friends like i, I got something i want to say but i don't want to be too rude to you oh, that, oh man that's like it. it's it's an uncomfortable <laughs> talk to have but like you know, like who else is going to have these conversations? Clearly, nobody in their friend circle. Otherwise, they wouldn't have left the house like that. I hear you. You know, that's that's the fun of IRL, yeah. IRL life magic. So, well, Andre, is there anything else you want to share with the viewing and listening audience? Um, no, so not for today. So okay. I'm going to say to like look out for you know more content in the future because I do have some stuff planned, and okay. now I've got a new deck list to apparently work on there so that'll go. be kind of cool whenever that happens in the next few weeks but i'm gonna be doing a lot more stuff on youtube i'm trying to get a lot better at the production and like just making things look and sound better part of things mm. so look forward to that there you and go. yeah there's just gonna be a lot of cool stuff planned i've also um oh this is gonna be considered an announcement which is kind of oh. cool okay so breaking news am, right so I haven't even put this on Twitter or anything. So I'm actually um, planning a second YouTube channel as well, where mm -hmm. instead of just gameplay and stuff like I'm doing now, I'm going to end up doing a lot more of the, I guess, kind of fun, casual, maybe informative sometimes side of magic stuff as well. Okay. So yeah, that's going to be a work in progress over the next like month or so, but I expect it to be a pretty good time. I've already got, um, a couple of people signed on for like one huge project that I'm hoping just looks as nice as I expect it to. Most of the planning is done for that already. Okay, and awesome. like just yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty fun when it does come around, and I'm hoping that it actually like does pretty well, and that I can of course devote time to it because uh, right. that's that currently just is the hardest part. Like I just mm. time and magic is uh yeah very tough. Like me personally, like <laughs> doing the content is the fun part. You know, I just started learning MTGO. I told you my struggles where it's just like, it's absolutely frustrating, like trying to do stuff on it. Like I can do it in real life. I know how to play magic and paper. Just yeah. MTGO world is just. It's different. Ugh, it's just frustrating. So like you will, the you know, I am going to start filming myself playing magic, okay. in, you know, MTGO. So, I mean. Cool, cool. You know, I. I you know, don't expect five O's right away because I'm still learning MTGO, but uh, expect a lot of good two and threes and th threes and twos. Hey, <laughs> you know, like, I'm getting humble. As long as I, I, I can, I can kick ass thoroughly with spirits. I, I know the ins and outs of spirits, but mm. just the MTGO thing. It's just, it's new. It's difficult. Oh, there's yeah, a, there's can, a steep like, learning curve right here. I, it, mm. I can see the line throbbing in the middle of the forehead from here. <laughs> yeah, my head's shaped like a peanut M&M. &M, you kidding me? It's just right there. Uh, so for those yeah. who aren't aware, you can find Andre once again at Rearranged AS on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. He has a merch store. Please support him. He's a great, great uh, content uh, provoke maker. And also, you heard, it, you heard it here first. You know, he's going to start doing different things. Oh, we got a thing here. Bring it up, Renata. Hey, Dre and Dublanco. Thanks for the spirit content. Thank you, Macro. Um, what up, Macross, man? How you doing? There you Actually, go. Thank you, bro. 
Yeah, I actually peep you in the comment section pretty often, so glad to have you. Well, thank you for uh, you know coming in and watching the show. Uh, so uh, I got nothing more here, but remember, ladies and gentlemen, hit that follow, like, subscribe button on my show and on Andre's show. And, you know, hopefully, Andre, you'll come back on sometime soon. I mean, we have uh, yeah. the Streets of New Capenna coming out. I'm oh, excited yeah. to see with the new Triumph lands. So, right. you know, it, you know, I'm excited to see what we get there. And uh, who knows what the future provides for spirits. I think a bright future where we're kicking names and taking ass or. <laughs> yeah, I think I said it right. I don't care. But, you know, we're going to do stuff out there where we're going to do exceptionally well in the spirit oh, community. Yeah. And uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, keep your heads up. We're doing things. And uh, what more can I say? Ready, uh, ready, ravishing? Yeah. All right. Then next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say that's boo sheet. We're out of here. <laughs>